this is Offhand with Steven and Lydia. I'm Steven. And I'm Lydia. We are glad you're joining us today. We are really glad you're joining us today because... Why, Steven? Tell them why we're really glad. Because we don't want you to miss this very exciting episode because we have a special guest. Yes, we do. It's a special guest podcast. Mr. Tim is joining us today. Say hi, Mr. Tim. Hi, Mr. Tim. <laughs> no, 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 I mean, say hi to the Puppet Podsters. Oh, hi. Hi, Puppet Podcasters. Nice to meet you. <laughs> and it's nice to be here with Steven and Lydia. You know, I've watched you guys before, and you're world famous, so it's pretty nice we, for oh, me to be well, here. I don't know about <laughs> world famous. Well, technically you. we are, but I don't know if that but, many I mean, people actually know us. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's nice to actually have a conversation with you, so well, that's thank pretty you. special. We are very excited that you're joining us. You might be wondering why we have Mr. Tim with us, and this is very exciting. We are here with him. He's going to tell us about what he does as a hobby. He is a birder. Yeah. Please tell us what that means. Well, some people call it, some people just refer to it as bird watching. Um, but people that are really into bird watching do more than just watch birds. They like to listen to them and study them and learn about them and keep track of what they've seen. And so we kind of, in our own, amongst ourselves, we call ourselves the birders. So that's how we think of ourselves. I'm a birder. And, yeah, because uh, bird watching is just too specific. Right, and it doesn't sound as cool. That's true. Yeah. Cool. You're I'm a birder. birder. Yeah. yeah. I'm birding right now. <laughs> <laughs> it does sound very interesting. So you watch them, you listen to them, you keep track of them, different things. So so what does that so what does it look like when you go out birding? What do you do? Do you just sit there quiet and listen and watch, or do you walk around? What does it look like? Well, it looks different everywhere I go, because that's the nice thing about bird watching is I can do it wherever I'm at. So sometimes I'm in my, my dining room, and I'm looking out my window at my bird feeders, and I'm just seeing what's there. Yeah, we have bird feeders at our house. Are you a birder, Stephen? Apparently, I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, so sometimes, yeah, it's looking at your birds on your bird feeder. Uh, other times I drive, and that scares my wife and my kids a lot when I'm birding <laughs> while I drive because a hawk flies over while I'm driving down the street and I'm looking at it as I'm and following it. Uh-oh. But I've never yet gotten in a car wreck. <laughs> That's so, good. Don't do that. Yeah. So and I know the kids here don't drive, so they won't be birding. That yeah, you way. can look out your windows when you drive, kids, yeah. because you can just look for birds. Yeah, their yep. parents can drive and they can be birding in the back seat. What a fun car activity! Yes. Yeah. You can bird. You can do it anywhere. So sometimes I'm walking out in the woods. Sometimes I'm sitting in the car waiting for McDonald's to sit, get my order ready, and I roll the windows down, and I'm looking at what's in the parking lot. So oh. it's it's really something you can do anywhere and everywhere because birds are everywhere you go. You want to so. see those McDonald's birds? Yeah, <laughs> they're not as exciting as some of the other ones. But you never well, know. I, I do always... know that seagulls they do love fries. Yes, they do. <laughs> and sometimes some amazing some amazing seagulls have showed up in parking lots. And it uh, hasn't happened to me yet, but... How many different kinds of seagulls have you seen? Oh, wow. Seagulls, at least six or seven, maybe more. Wow. So Does it take practice to dis- dis- to dis- not discover, but like... Yeah, figure out what they all different look like because to me, they all look like the same. Yeah, they all look the same. You just go to the beach and there they are. Yeah. Well, I'll be honest with you right now. Seagulls are the one bird I'm trying to learn better. 
because um, there's a lot of different kinds. Some are easy, like the ring build gulls are typically what we see around here in McDonald's parking lots. <laughs> and then if <laughs> the I go to Lake like Michigan, the then I often see herring gulls, but there's also great blackback gulls and lesser blackback gulls and Iceland gulls. Oh, wow. And there's a really rare um, slatyback gull that people have been seeing in Michigan lately Whoa. in this area. So there's a lot of different kinds, and those are tough. But thankfully, a lot of the other birds are much easier to tell apart, and they're great for kids to be able to watch and learn and to see some really cool things right here, wherever they live, whether it's in Michigan or across the world. So it's great. So what made you get started with birding? Well, what made me get started? I suppose um, just on a whim, I bought a bird feeder, and I stuck it outside my window and filled it up with seed and then i saw some birds come to the feeder that i didn't ever recall seeing before oh um there was a whole bunch that landed on there and they had a little bit of yellow flashes in their wings and i was like wow i don't think i've ever seen a sparrow that looks quite like that before and i wonder what kind it is and i had no way to find out i didn't own a bird book or anything and uh, i borrowed one from somebody at church and i looked it up and i found out it wasn't a sparrow after all it was a finch and it was called a pine siskin. So oh. that kind of made me curious. And I was like, wow, that is really cool. I didn't realize that a little bird like that, that's kind of plain and brown and ordinary, could have such a neat little feature in his wings, just a little bit of yellow. And then that made me look at the book. And then I was like, wow, there's a lot of birds I've never seen. And they're living right in my area. Right around you. You could go out and find them. Yeah. and That is exciting. And that's what I started doing. And every time I saw one I'd never seen before, it was exciting. It was really cool. So when you go out birding, do you, I guess it probably depends on where you are. Like if you're in your car or you're in the woods. But do you listen or watch first or just mm. kind of do both at the same time? Yeah, that's a good question. When I started, I was always watching. And I would, I would keep track of what I saw, and I wouldn't count a bird on my list unless I physically could see it. Oh, And yeah. so at that point, I'd say I probably was like a bird watcher instead of a birder. <laughs> um, but as I got better at seeing birds, then I, I, it took me a while, but I realized that I could enjoy a bird being around me without having to see it. Oh, because yeah, just some listening birds, to it. Yeah, because some birds like owls. They, they sing at night, and you oh, don't get yeah. to see them, but, right. but it's really cool to hear them. And so that's one, that kind of started me off to keeping track and thinking, oh, if I can hear it, my ears tell me just as accurately information as my eyes do. Wow. And so if I hear a blue jay, I know a blue jay's there even if I don't see it because I yeah. can hear it. And so I've started keeping track now. I don't even care sometimes if I see the bird. If I hear it and I know it's there, then I can I can say, oh, I got to it counts. enjoy that bird today. Yeah. Cool. That's wow. A good, that's a good point. So sometimes it's just good to go out and just listen. And listen. Yeah. yeah. Be quiet and listen. We have a couple different owls at our house at night, and they talk to each other. Oh, do they? Yeah. One goes, hoo, hoo, hoo. And the other one goes, hoo, 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 like opposite. <laughs> oh, it's interesting. Fun. It's just fun to listen to. And that, you know, and that's kind of nice, too, because even people that can't see, you know, yeah, oh, blind, yeah. they can still be a good birder because listening and hearing birds and identifying them by ear is a really special way to be able to keep track. Yeah. What is one of your favorite birds, Mr. Tim? Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> you probably have a lot. I do, yeah. <laughs> well, give us a couple of them. Wow. Um well, if it's a blackbird kind of a bird, then what my favorite blackbird is a rusty blackbird because they change colors and they just look so cool. They got a lot of different reds and oranges on them, and um, 
So if it was in a blackbird family, it's a rusty blackbird. But okay, I'll have to kind of look out for that. Yeah. yeah. I'm, go- I'm logging them away in my yeah, brain. Yeah, yeah. A rusty blackbird. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but there's certain shorebirds that I like a lot. Um, so I have some favorites in that kind. Um, I, one of the coolest birds I ever found on my own was called a, a vermilion flycatcher. And I got to see that just it over, cool. not far from my home. And uh, I looked on the map to see how many other people had seen it in North America, in our part of the country, in those about three months span. And I was like the only one. <gasps> really? So wow, cool. that would feel cool. Yeah. You're like this, like a cool bird man. Like maybe we should just call you Birdman, <laughs> Mister Tim. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I think, I think in, I, and I'd have to go back and check, but I think it might have only been like the sixth or seventh time that that, that kind of bird has been seen in Michigan. Wow. So there's a place you can often. go see that and log, well, kind of log it in or mm-hmm. see like what yeah, other people have there's seen? Yeah, there's a neat program that you can go to online called eBird. And whether you're on a computer or if you have an app on your phone, and they keep track of everything if you want to put it in, what time you started bird watching and what time you ended. It'll keep track of how far you walked. And you can check in how many birds you saw of each kind, and it'll keep track of it and tell you how many birds you saw for the year or for the month or for the day and and how, how your birds compare to other people. So, like, if Whoa. I, I can see if I've... And it keeps track of my checklist. So last year I was, like, I, I turned in more checklists of birds that I saw on a, you know, on a birding thing. Um, I was like sixth in the state of Michigan. Wow! So I bird a lot. I, I bird guess everywhere. Yeah. I go. <laughs> You're always looking for those birds. Yeah. So over over a thousand. So that's more than three checklists a day, and I'm paying attention. Yeah. But it's just I get to enjoy it. God yeah. put it there, and I can enjoy it anytime, all the time. So it's a good lesson to just kind of observe, like just pay attention to what God's made. You can learn some really cool stuff, see yeah. some neat stuff. What do you think you would do? You have what the most common bird that you see? Mm. Well, probably the easiest one to see most often is probably house sparrows because they're in the cities when you're, you know, for some of the kids that maybe don't live out in the country, uh, house sparrows are everywhere. Um, morning doves are very common mm, and mm-hmm. uh, rock doves the little pigeons in the cities yes those are even out in the country too they make fun little noises yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say, those are easy to hear too yeah. <laughs> and house finches those are very common chickadees oh i love chickadees they're so cute it's kind of nice when the name is make, is called after how it talks and what it says and yeah it's easier to remember chickadee dee dee <laughs> So, and the kids probably know other birds like blue jays and cardinals and things like crows, and uh, those are all great birds. Do you need anything special to be a birder or just your eyes and ears? Well, your eyes and ears are good, but um, a couple things that are helpful is if you have a good pair of binoculars. Oh, So, and it doesn't have to be super expensive. You can get some binoculars that are kind of small and easy for kids, and you can use those for quite a while and still enjoy birds pretty good. But if you get a nice pair, then they can last for a lot of years if you get the right kind. So it might seem like a lot of money to buy a pair of binoculars for $300, Ooh. which is what mine is. Uh-huh. Um, but I've used them for like 20 years. Oh, so, yeah. That was a good investment. Yeah. And if I'm doing it every day, then it's costing me way less than a dollar a day to enjoy something really cool. Yeah. Wow. So, so there you go, Puppet Podsters. You can put that on your next Christmas list. Yeah. There you go. Yep. <laughs> Maybe it can be a family game. Maybe for the next 10 Christmases. But that's okay <laughs> because it's something really cool. Yeah. And, you know, it's good to have a book that will show you what birds you can expect to see where you live. 
And you don't even have to buy that if you have a library near you. Yeah, I was going to say, maybe you can go to the library. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I'm kind of, I kind of want to become a bird. I know, me too. (laughs) I didn't know that was like already one. I didn't realize it. Yeah. Having like a bird feeder out by my window. (laughs) Oh, I have another question. Would you be able to share with us what the Bible says about birds? Oh, wow. Well, there's a lot of things, but um, I guess one of the most easily easy one to find that I've read a lot is how Jesus said that uh, we're worth more than many sparrows, and God pays attention to even when one sparrow falls to the ground, which is kind of, kind of not spooky, but hard to understand and imagine how God can know that much about everything in our world. Yeah. If he knows, I mean, how many birds have I seen in my life? And sometimes I'll see one laying on the side of the road, dead, got hit by a car. And God knows about that bird and paid attention to that little sparrow. And yet God made it clear that, you know what, sparrows matter to him, but we matter a lot more. So that's a really cool truth. Yeah, that is cool. Oh, I know. We always do a verse of the day on on our podcast. Would you mind sharing one or two or whatever, you know, like a passage or whatever you feel like? Sure. Well, one of the things that um, that I that I learned from birding, and I think it started from when I first began birding, and I saw that pine siskin that I'd never noticed before, and it uh-huh. caught my attention. The one that got you all excited about yeah, birding. Yeah, and it, you know, it started a lifelong hobby for me. It changed my life for the better, and I got to enjoy it the rest of my life. And I began to think about that little pine siskin. And that that little bird wasn't like the fastest bird in the world. I mean, a peregrine falcon can fly 200 miles an hour. Whoa! That's really cool. And, and a pine siskin can't do that. And other birds are really good at singing, like a mockingbird can make all kinds of crazy sounds and just sing them all day long. And a pine siskin can't do that. Uh, other birds are like super pretty and super fancy, and they got all these bright colors and patterns all over them. And, uh, Pine siskin doesn't do that. Hmm. A pine siskin is just this little bitty brown bird with a little bit of yellow in his wings, and he just friendly goes around and eats seeds off my feeder. But <laughs> it got it changed my life. It got my attention, and it made me think that in a way, that's what people are like, and that God uses ordinary people to change other people's lives forever. And we don't have to be superstars, and we don't have to be um, super famous, and we don't have to be the most pretty or the most handsome or the most athletic. We just have to be who God made us and be willing to, to, to serve Him and to love Him and to let other people know that we love Him. And so the verse that, that it made me think about is in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 1. And he was talking about how God uses the foolish things in the world, the things that the world might not look at and say, wow. Uh-huh. And he uses that to help get, to help people see who he is so that he can work in their life and change their hearts. Oh. And he says, consider your calling, brothers, that not many of you were wise according to worldly standards. And not many were powerful. And not many were of noble birth. That means like born in a rich king's house. Oh, yeah. But God chose what is foolish in the world to shame the wise. And God chose what is weak in the world to shame the strong. And God chose what is low and despised in the world, even things that are not, to bring to nothing things that are, so that no human being might boast in the presence of God. And so God uses ordinary people, just like he used that ordinary pine siskin, uh-huh. so that instead of me looking at the pine siskin saying, wow, what an amazing bird, 
I looked at that pine cisco and I thought, wow, God made that bird unique. Yeah. And as I look at kids and I look at myself, it's like, you know, I'm not the most famous. I'll never be on TV. I'll never win a, a football trophy or something like that. But God made me the way he made me. And you know what? That's good enough to make a difference and to let people see my life, that I love Jesus and I love him. I want to follow him and serve him. And if they notice that, it might change their life if they say, what's different about you? And then they start thinking, I wonder if it's because he loves Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And then we can point to him. Right. And you know, that's one of the reasons why I love bird watching too. Because a lot of people that I meet that like to bird watch and who are birders, they love the things that God's made. But they don't know who made it? They don't know who made it. And so I'm trying to spend time with those kinds of people so that I can talk about my love for Jesus and that I can maybe open their eyes to something that can change their life even more than birds. Yeah, what a cool mission field. That is so great. That's one of the things that I love about when we have special guests. So many people do so many different things, and we get to learn about what their jobs are or what their hobbies are. And so many of our guests love Jesus and say how that special thing that they do helps them witness to other people. Hmm. It's so cool that God gives us all these different gifts, and we can use it to tell others about Jesus. Yeah. Do you guys ever have people, kids write to you and tell you what their special gifts are? Yeah, sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, we love to hear from our puppet podsters. Hmm. And that's great. You know, one of the things when I was a boy, I didn't know what my gifts were. So I didn't know how I was special. I just thought I was a quiet kid too scared to talk. Oh, <laughs> and yeah. I didn't know how God would use me, but in time I learned what God made, how he made me different and how he made me unique. And that he made me the way he wanted to so he could use me. And you know what? If a boy and a girl out there, if they don't know what God's made them for yet and how, how God's going to use them in the future, the most important thing is to love God and to, and to keep trying to grow closer to him. And in time you'll get to see God use you in special ways. So that's really cool. Yeah. Yeah, ask him to show you all the things he has for you because he will. You just got to be faithful to him and follow him and be excited about how he made you so that you can bring glory to him. It's an exciting journey, huh? Yeah, and even something as simple as obeying your parents. I mean, yes. if, if a child... Oh, you had to pick a hard one. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know that's, that's really tough for kids. But you know, the Bible, the Bible has one command for kids and that's to honor your father and your mother. Yep. And, you know, when we learn to do that, guess what? There's a lot of kids out there who aren't doing it. And when a parent or an adult sees a child who is, they might ask, well, what's different about your child? Because my child doesn't act like that. And that might give them a chance to say, well, I'm trying to learn to obey what God says and to do what God says. So there's yeah. a lots of ways that kids can be, a, can be a light. When we do that, the Bible even says it's kind of like adorning the gospel. It's kind of like hanging an ornament on a tree that lets people see that God has made a difference in our life. And I like to think of birds that way. When I look at a tree and I see all kinds of birds land on it, it's kind of like God hanging special ornaments all over that tree. Yeah, because they're different colors Mm -hmm. and they sing differently. Right. So it's really neat that that we can be kind of like that. We can... We can let people see that loving God and following God is what they need, and it can make their life beautiful. 
Wow. That was so encouraging. Yeah. Well, thank you, uh, Birdman Wizardin. <laughs> and uh, this has been very exciting. I love this episode. Uh, but we also always tell jokes. So yeah. we hope we that know how you, you feel um, about jokes, but stick around and listen to our jokes. We have some bird ones. If before I leave though, can I get your guys' autograph? Because you're like Oh <laughs> well. Yeah. Sure. Since you asked so nice. <laughs> okay. <laughs> For you. We're out of time. What kind of bird works at a construction site? Oh, um, a crane. He <laughs> 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 wears a little yellow hat. I love a good joke. We'll laugh from here to Roanoke. Being up next to riddles for grown ups or kiddles. I love a good joke. Okay, I have a bird joke. I have okay, all right. Why does a flamingo lift one leg? I, I don't know. Because if he lifted two, he would fall over. <laughs> oh, that flamingo. I love a good joke. Did you uh, enjoy those, Mr. Tim? Those were great. Have you ever seen a crane with a construction hat? I have not. Alrighty. Well, thank you, Birdman, Mr. Tim. (laughs) You should have like a cape or something. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) like like a a little bird and... Well, that oh, would, wings! That, that would totally oh, ruin wings. the idea that I'm not a Superman. I'm, oh, that's I'm true. That's true. Yeah, person, that's true. So. That's right. Okay. Maybe just a cool hat then. Yeah. <laughs> no, but thank you for joining us. This has been really interesting and very encouraging. So thank you very much. Oh, yeah. And Puppet Posters, don't forget you can email us if you want to. Maybe you are a birder or maybe you just, you know, like birds and want to talk about it. We and would now, love to hear and from now you. you want to learn more. Yeah. We would love to hear from you and our email address is stevenlydiasing at yahoo.com or you can tweet us at stevenlydia or you can like check bird. tweet tweet. <laughs> All right. Or you can check out our website ghhinc dot o-r-g yeah. you can find out our schedule, where we're going to be next, or just different information about some of the missionaries there. Or you can watch some videos. Some adventures with Steven and Lydia. Or a piece of really good news with Uncle Chris. Yes. Well, they're there as well. Take your pick. It's all good. (laughs) If we do say so ourselves. (laughs) Okay. I think that about does it. I think so. Thanks for joining us, Puppet Podsters. This has been Offhand with Steven and Lydia, a production of God's Helping Hands.